basically the singer is so in love with this person that I don't know they're getting the sweats. Hey guys, welcome to the Elskavan podcast, where I talk about songwriting and recording and production and things like that. Today uh, we're looking at our Bora York song "Something Fine," which comes off our new album "Emotion Vertigo," which we put out in November. Unlike a lot of the other tracks on the album, where I experimented with lots of layers of different. Trippy sounds and effects. This song we intentionally kept pretty simple, um, simple, repetitive. That was kind of the the idea behind this thing, and really to not overthink it, just to have fun along the way. Just a real quick heads up: if you're in the Minneapolis area, we're actually celebrating uh, this album "Emotion Vertigo" with our album release show Friday, April 3rd at Turf Club, and we also have vinyl available for the first time. Boryork.bandcamp.com. Uh, Another really fun thing for me right before the holidays was uh, launching Anthem Falls Sound with a friend of mine and that is our uh sample packs and digital instruments company um check it out if you're a musician and producer here are a couple quick clips from the skylight sample pack so they kind of center on ambient lo-fi texture type stuff um, anthemfallssound.com if you want to check out more. Last thing real quick, if you guys like this podcast, be sure to subscribe, to leave a review, share. I appreciate all of that. Uh, let's do it. Let's dig into this track. This song all started uh, on my Yamaha DX7 keyboard that I just bought off Craigslist, and I was just messing around with it, and I came up with this bass line. And from there, that basically was the foundation of the entire song, um, and pretty much the whole song is, is based around that line right there. The DX7 is a synthesizer from the 1980s. It's a, one of the first digital synths. Um, it became a huge uh, staple of 1980s pop music. Uh, nowadays, it kind of is known for its sort of dirty, cheap sound in a way. It's kind of noisy, but it has a very nostalgic feel to it instantly. And um, I just knew with this song, the second I, I, I found that bass line, I knew I wanted to kind of go for that, whether you want to call it 80s or 90s type feel. Um, just kind of like simple, fun, 
I knew I wanted to kind of embrace that that retro feel to it, and and in general, just not overthink the instrumentation or the mood of of the song. So I took that bass sound. hall reverb to it and then layered it with this another dx7 sound so together so with that bass line i wanted to go right to the drums and i knew to, to kind of go with the character of the DX7, um, I knew I wanted to work with samples on this and not even think about real drums necessarily. Um, just something simple, straightforward, fun. So I came up with this using um, drum machine samples. together with the bass. And that right there was the, the foundational rhythm of the song. Um, and it plays pretty much throughout. So focusing in on the snare sample, this is just dry, kind of what I came up with initially. And then I added a few effects. I have like a quick plate reverb here, compressor, and then I send it to, I send a little bit of it to the same hall reverb that I've got on the bass. Um, and then in certain song, or in certain sections of the song, I add these two other snares with it. There's one snare to the left. and then another to the right. All from the same kit, but what I'm doing here is you can hear one is pitched a little bit below the original, and the second one is pitched even lower. And so I like to do that with not just percussion, but lots of things where I'll take the original, I'll duplicate it to two new tracks, um, and, and I'll move one to the left, and I'll move one to the right. Um, I, I, I lower the pitch a bit. Sometimes I'll do effects or I'll EQ um, each one a little differently. It gives it some depth um, and some width that I just think is kind of cool. Um, I added some hi-hats here to the, to the beat. Again, staying totally within the drum machine realm. Um, everything together for the drums. Sounds like this. And there, you'll hear the, the kick tames down a little bit there. I actually have a certain section of the song, I think it's after the chorus, where I add a layer of kick. Just like a deeper, thicker kick, I think, after each chorus and for part of the intro there. And you can hear some of the tom drums and percussive elements there. 
I kept it pretty simple, but I have different details and elements thrown in throughout. But they're all within that kind of um, 80s, 90s feel to me. Um, sa very samples driven, just to kind of keep it in that in that era, I guess. Until the very end when I do add some real symbols there. Some like drumstick groove there and then tambourine, of course. So it just kind of gradually grows with layers as far as drums go throughout the song. But in the same way that the my DX7 having that new or new to me piece of gear um, kind of inspired the bass line. Uh, there was a pedal that I had recently bought as well that I used on the guitar line, the Moog Cluster Flux pedal that really inspired this guitar lead line. So it's that chorusy effect that you hear that is coming from the cluster flux. And I had this other part, kind of a rhythm keys part, also played on the DX7. And then I added these secondary guitars here. I did a lot of that clean, tight, kind of funky guitars in our second album. And we kind of moved away from that in a lot of this new album. Um, but I didn't want to ditch it entirely. So this felt like a great song to add in some of those tight, clean, funk guitar rhythm parts. So that kind of established the, the rhythm elements in the intro. And then I just added a few other simple elements sort of over the top of all that to add some texture to it. This came from the software Signal from the company Output. They've got a lot of cool sounds on there. Synths, um, sampled things. You can do rhythmic modulation effects all kind of within this software. So all together everything sounds like this for the intro. After that, verse one arrives. For the love, for the love, for the love, you got me moving. Anyone, anyone, any other, I'll be choosing. My wife, Rebecca, sings uh, all the vocals on this song. That verse melody, um, I came up with long before we had lyrics, long before she recorded. I was just kind of listening to a, a, a rough instrumental mix that I had in my car and I just kept coming up with that vocal melody and I recorded a voice memo on my phone. And for months, all I had for this song was that melody with the words for the love, for the love, for the love. And I kept repeating that. And so I just knew with that and just with the, the feel of the song so far, 
we should just go in the direction of just a straight up love song and kind of take that initial idea and that initial snippet of a lyric really and and see where it goes and we rebecca and i wrote the song together actually on a trip we were probably headed to southern minnesota for a a family weekend or something like that and i remember i bought rebecca was driving just so i could have my notepad i had like a thesaurus um rhyming dictionary all that stuff is online on your phone nowadays and i use some some of those tools but i i do still carry around my 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 old school just paperback thesaurus and rhyming dictionary if i know i'm going to be writing lyrics there's just something about the tangible like physical book plus sometimes i'll just take those books and i'll just literally scroll through and find random words that <laughs> once in a while will work for something or even just like spark an idea for another line or something like that. So I think we came up with the chorus first, or at least most of it. My heart is beating, my hands are shaking. You know we got it, something fine. You're not playing games, no. You're not trying to change me. And so basically the concept there is the chorus is saying, my heart is beating, my hands are shaking. Basically, the singer is so in love with this person that, I don't know, they're getting the sweats when they see him. But in a good way, it, we're, we're trying to just have fun with it. It's a little over the top, obviously, um, as far as like a love song and this emotion that is like so present. Um, but that was kind of purposeful. A lot of the lyrics I tend to write, at least, are a little more clouded in their meaning or a little more ambiguous. Um, with this album, some of the songs, like this one, we I wanted to just kind of be a little more forthright on purpose and just kind of, um, there's no mystery here. It's kind of like a, I wouldn't say sappy, but it's a obvious love song, I guess. So with that concept in mind, the chorus kind of, um, being the center of this emotion, um, we wanted the verses to kind of all point towards that. And then we just have these short pre-choruses where the beat kind of breaks down. As far as a production mixing choice, I had just one of Rebecca's vocal on the verses. And then I wanted to kind of transition that into the chorus where where there's a lot more vocal layers. My heart is beating. I had My her double her vocal, her main you vocal a few it. times, or Something double, triple, et cetera. And then there's the harmonies there. But then you had this pre-chorus that kind of acts as a bridge in, in that sense between the verse and the chorus where uh, the last part she sings this ain't a mystery, I kind of blend in these harmonies and, and additional vocal layers. Ooh, ain't a mystery. I even kind of uh, automated up the reverb uh, as sort of like a welcome to the chorus, here we go, sort of a thing. Then after the chorus, we go back into an instrumental break. Um, I, bring in, I bring back that guitar lead line. And then the only other 
new part I introduce is this synth line. Basically several layers of the DX7 and a few other synths just kind of doing that octave slide up and slide back down underneath the rhythm and that lead line. And then after the second chorus is when we go to a breakdown, just the kick, um, Rebecca singing This Ain't a Mystery over and over, um, which is kind of building up at this point. The synth line is there. And then we're going to build up into this electric guitar solo. With that solo, I knew I wanted it to be simple, repetitive, easy, fun. Just kind of that has become the character of this entire track. So um, I knew I wanted to represent that with the guitar line there. From there, we go back into just a full double chorus. And I remember early on recording Rebecca's vocals. Um, I just put this thing on loop and just had her sing for, I mean, we just kept it going for 10, 15 minutes. I don't know. And she just kept singing the chorus over and over and, and doing these different different runs for the vocal or different um, kind of fills or whatever you would want to call them at the end of phrases. Um, it was a lot of fun. And, and instead of just going, okay, we have these two choruses, we, let's hit record and, and sing it as is there. We just kind of put on loop, let it go, let Rebecca have fun with coming up with different vocal parts and lines. And um, from there I went back and... Uh, picked my favorites and that's how we ended up with these I remember we had the whole song recorded and I was about to send it off for mixing at the end of the day I ended up mixing it myself but I remember we, we went back months later, I'm talking six, seven, eight months later after we had initially tracked her vocals. Um, and since that point, I got a new microphone, um, Neumann TLM 103, which I absolutely love. But I thought, oh, let's re-record these vocals with this new mic. Um, so we did that. But as is the case, a lot of times when you go back and re-record... Um, after we were done with this new session with this new microphone, sure, it sounded great, but there was just a little bit of that initial magic gone from what, from our first session of recording vocals. And we try, I mean, she still sounded amazing, like performance-wise and everything. It's just, I don't know, it, I was breaking my own rules with the song and we were overthinking it. And um, <laughs> But the thing is, in the midst of all this, and I'm usually pretty good with file organization and, and whatnot. I think we were just trying to fly. Um, I kind of got all the tracks of what was the old mic and the new mic kind of mixed up. And after a while, I just had this jumbled mess of just like, like so many vocal tracks. I didn't know what was what. And I had to like step away from it and like come back the next day or the next week and 
just go screw it. I don't care what mic is what. I don't care if it's the old one or the new one. Like I'm just gonna like go through and pick the the best takes, uh, the best performances. Because because at the end of the day, you kind of have to go with what sounds best as far as a performance, you know. As and I was again overthinking the the production and whatnot behind it and, and left kind of some of that magic behind. But anyways, I ended up using both a lot some some layers from the original recordings and then some from the newer recordings and uh maybe they sound a little inconsistent as far as the tone, but who cares? Sounds good to me at the end of the day. So anyways, I don't know if there's a a, a lesson in there for you or for myself, but if there is it's probably don't overthink it. Have fun. Does it sound good? That's kind of it. All right, and with that, here is our song, Something Fine, uh, in its entirety.
All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this album we put out in November. Uh, it's called Emotion Vertigo. Again, this project is Bora York. Uh, and we have vinyl available for the first time on our Bandcamp, boryork.bandcamp.com. I'll put that link in the notes. And then uh, if you're in the Minneapolis area, beginning of April, we're, we're, our uh, album release show is going to be at Turf Club in St. Paul on Friday, April 3rd. So we would love to see you there. Um, yeah, until next time, uh, keep making music, have fun, keep your creative souls alive by not overthinking it. Talk to you soon.